Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. Guests who are here with us this morning, as well as to everyone joining us by video and podcast. We have a special gift for all fathers with us today. Please feel free to pick yours up after worship if you have not done so already. We also have plenty, so please feel free to take some more, as well as any for, uh, for anybody who's not able to be here today. There is an addition to our bulletin this morning. The children's sermon will be after the prayer of the day. A reminder to our church council members that our monthly meeting is tomorrow, Monday the 19th at 7 p.m. Please let any of the trustees or Tom Iser know if you will be able to attend. The planning meeting for our ice cream social is this coming Tuesday evening, the 20th at 7 p.m. here at the church. We need some help to make sure this is a, uh, this is a success. If any of you are interested, please let Ronnie Dale know, and please come to the meeting. This is the final week to reserve a spot for the going away party for Pastor Larry and Elaine Lindstrom next week, the 25th. If you have not done so already, please let Tom and or Debbie Eiser know if you will be coming. Our next fellowship dinner will be on Wednesday, July 19th at 6.30 p.m. at Ron's Pizza in Miamisburg. Please feel free to sign up on the bulletin board in the fellowship hall so we know how many to reserve for. David Dolph would like to let everyone know that a week ago last Saturday, the 10th, his motorcycle chapter of the Brazen Pillars raised over $15,000 for a local organization called Our Happy Home. He and the members of the Brazen Pillars would like to thank everyone who supported this fundraiser and for your generosity in helping the clients of Our Happy Home. The other announcements I leave to your own reading. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Okay. Praise God and congratulations. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Let us begin with prayer. O Lord, our Maker, Redeemer, and Comforter, we are assembled in your presence to hear your holy word. We ask you to open our hearts by your Holy Spirit, that through the preaching of your word we may be taught to repent of our sins, to believe on Jesus in life and death, and to grow day by day in grace and holiness. Hear us for Christ's sake. Amen.
the Lord the Almighty. He is worthy of glory and honor and power. Worthy is Christ, the Lamb who was slain. By his blood he purchased for God. Christ made of them a kingdom. And they shall reign on earth forever. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord God, you are the strength of those who hope in you. Be present and hear our prayers. Without you, we can do nothing good. So give us the help of your grace. Teach us to keep your commandments and please you in will and deed. Through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. At this time, we'll have our children's message, and we invite the children to come forward. And I need at least a couple children to come forward because we're going to be doing something very special. All right. Here comes Dawson, and here's Aiden, and here comes Brady. Well, guess what? Today is, of course, Father's Day, and so I've got a special treat for you guys and for all of you here today because in just a few minutes, we're going to hear a story about a very special father whose name was Abraham. Now, God made Abraham a promise that he was going to become the father of a great nation. Now, Abraham had a little trouble believing this because he was old and his wife couldn't have kids anymore. But nevertheless, Abraham still believed that even though it was impossible, God was going to make it happen. That's what we call faith. Believing that God is always going to do what he promises. And that's exactly what he did. He caused Abraham to be the father of a great nation. And from this nation came Jesus, who died on the cross and rose again for us. So there's a special way we're going to celebrate that. I need the three of you to stand out here. And we're going to sing a special song. I'll give you three guesses as to what the song is, and the first two don't count. Exactly, yes. We're going to sing Father Abraham. Tough crowd today. <laughs> well, but, but don't worry. Even though you can't really get up and move around, guess what? Just like we do chair Zumba every Monday morning, we can do chair Father Abraham. Which means, as long as you've got room, or as much room as you've got, feel free to move around. So what I need you guys to do is turn around, and everybody, follow Dawson, Ray, and Peyton, and make sure you've got enough room between the three of you, too. So that's great to spot it out. You might want to move over there, Brady, so I don't accidentally walk you with my guitar. All right, is everybody ready? Here we go. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham, 
first reading is from Hosea, from Hosea 5, 15 to 6, 6. Then I will go back to, to my place until they admit their guilt, and they will seek, the, seek my face. In their, in their misery, they will earnestly seek me. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. And two days after he will, after he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. And surely as the sun rises, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. What can I do for you, Ephraim? What can I do for you, Judea? Your love is like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. Therefore I cut you into pieces with my prophets. I killed you with the words of my mouth. My judgments flash like light upon you. For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. The second reading is from Romans 4, verses 18 to 25. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, So shall your offspring breathe. Without weakening his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He delivered over to death our, for our sins and was raised to life for our jurisdiction. Here is the readings.
The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the ninth chapter, beginning at the ninth verse. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him, and Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate him, with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters, grace and peace be to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today on this Father's Day, we give thanks to God for all the fathers and father figures who are here with us today, whom we remember and who in different ways have influenced us and given us the life we now live. No one of us have had the exact same kind of father or father figure, and no one of us who are fathers are the same in our own experiences or styles. So today we value our fathers and father figures for who they are and have been, and we give thanks for husbands and partners who are fathers, and we who are fathers value and affirm ourselves for who we are and give thanks for the wonderful gift of our families. More importantly, we give thanks to God that he is our Heavenly Father and the best Father we could ever want or hope for. We already know that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-seeing. We also already know that God created and continues to sustain everything and that all good things happen because of him. But we have to be reminded every so often that because all this is true, God has a special interest in caring for us. The reason he created this world was so we could live in it and enjoy a close, personal, loving relationship with him. Even though we may not always, we may not always love God, he loves us unconditionally. As our provider, nurturer, and protector, God is our loving father. He is always with us, watching over us at every moment, giving us comfort in moments of trouble, help and assistance in moments of struggle, and guidance in moments of uncertainty. He is always on our side, with us to defend us in here and here in both good and bad times. While there may be times when he may seem far away, he is actually never so. He is always near to us. What causes him to seem far away is whenever we allow our own circumstances to overwhelm us and focus on our problems and what could go or is going wrong instead of on our Father and what is or could go right. He is always dependable and reliable and never lets us down. Sometimes we may not, we may not always receive what we want or expect from him, but we always get what we need. Especially for those for whom this Father's Day is a struggle because of negative experiences with fathers, God offers himself as the best father of all, who is always genuinely and honestly loving, caring, with everyone's best interests at heart, who is always there, never distant, who never leaves, and who is always attentive and sensitive to everyone's needs at all times. We also call God our Heavenly Father, not only because he lives in heaven, but because he has all the qualities of a heavenly being. Besides being all-powerful and immortal, 
He is also perfect in his love and mercy. His love for us is, once again, unconditional, freely offered and freely given. He is also welcoming to everyone and accepts us and everyone just as we are. All these qualities make him perfect because he is all these things without any selfish or ulterior motive. He gives himself only for the sake of giving without even necessarily demanding anything in return. This is what Jesus reminds us of when he quotes the passage from Hosea and also part of which Joey read for us just a few moments ago. I desire mercy not sacrifice. God does not want anything from, uh, from us except to trust him and accept what he has to offer us and accept others the way he accepts us. All these things, um, were, all of these were things I actually learned, not just from reading the Bible. In order to be inspired to read the Bible in the first place, I had to have someone guide me there and help me understand what I was reading. And that was, of course, my own dad. I'm happy to say, by the way, that as of yesterday, I've just made plans to fly back out to California after Christmas to visit my parents for the first time in four years. I ask for your prayers that when the time comes, the weather would actually cooperate this year, and I would be able to fly out west safely without any issues. And even though I have been living thousands of miles away from my parents for the last six and a half years, I thank God that I am still as close with them as I've always been, especially with my dad. As I mentioned on previous Father's Days, my dad is still the same man he was when I was growing up. I can always count on him to provide me with helpful advice, genuine encouragement, wise guidance, and unconditional love, just as he did when I was younger, and as I've gone through many different stages in life. He's been an excellent role model for me for being a dad, especially as I became a dad 14 years ago and recently became a stepdad. Though both of us have our own unique and distinct styles when it comes to being pastors, my dad has, has always been a patient mentor and encourager for me over the, over the almost 20 years that I have been ordained. Also, although my own personal private views on many issues have evolved and continue to evolve, this has not in any way affected my relationship with my dad nor has it caused me to stop seeking guidance and advice from my dad, especially as I have struggled in different ways over the many years. And one of the most important ways he's encouraged me is to trust, God at, trust in God at all times, whatever might be happening, and no matter how impossible things may seem. My dad is certainly an example of putting this into action. As many of you know, my dad was diagnosed with cancer back in 2010. Now, 13 years later, I am pleased to, see that, to say that he is still very much with us. He's been able to keep going, even though at times the effects of the chemo, pain from his deteriorated bones, or overall discomfort has been too much to bear. A lot of that can be attributed not only to the excellent medical care he's received, but to the hard work and dedication my mom has given these many years to making sure he's had the best life at home he possibly can. But through everything he's been through for the past 13 years, the most important quality he's demonstrated has been faith. He especially has demonstrated the same kind of faith Abraham had, which Paul talks about in today's second reading in Romans. Even though Abraham couldn't see how God was going to fulfill the promise he made to, he made to, to make him, Abraham, the father of a great nation, 
he still believed that God was going to fulfill the promise he made that um, that God was going to fulfill the promise that, that he made to him. And he still believed that God was going to do as he promised because he had been faithful in everything up to that point. And that's exactly what happened. God did as he promised Abraham, and Abraham did become the father of the Jewish people, the people from which Jesus, the Savior of the world, was born. In the same way, my dad didn't know whether, how or whether God would help or deliver him through his cancer, but he, he continued to trust God every day. While he was going through his chemo and other treatments, he prayed for strength and guidance. I know this because there were times that I saw him do it. He's also been able to participate in many groups and boards, nowadays virtually, where he's received a lot more prayer and encouragement. And the result has been that again, 13 years later, he is still here. God has preserved his life, and he is still here to be a blessing to me and all my family. And all because he has faith which trusts in God. Now normally we think of faith as being as, as simply agreeing with theological ideas or propositions. But faith is something more. It is believing that God is who he says he is and accepting that who he is is something special and personal for us. The statement God is love, for example, is not a theological proposition or abstract idea. It is a fact which God himself has demonstrated in visible, real ways over and over again. Even, our, even in our Old Testament reading from Hosea, God still demonstrates his fatherly love. Even though his people have gone through a severe period of trial and trouble, God will rescue them, bind up their wounds, heal their hurts, and restore them. In fact, he has already done this by sending his son Jesus, who took the consequences for human brokenness on himself, dying on a cross, remaining dead for three days, and then rising again back to life on the third day. What this also demonstrates is that, again, just as we hear in Romans, God is faithful in everything he promises. Speaking through Hosea, he promises to restore and gives life to his people again, and he makes that promise to us today. If any of you have been broken, your life is messy, you're going through a major struggle, or you're having to deal with something you have no idea how to handle, then accept the promise God gives you today. If you come to him, trust what he promises, and place your life and problems in his hands, he will give you a fresh start for life. Clean up whatever mess is in your life, and fight your battles and resolve your struggles for you. In some ways, what you are going through may also be lessons to help you be able to trust and rely on God and believe that what he promises you is true. I myself can speak from experience that this is true. Before coming here to Farmersville, I had to go through a period of trouble and struggle, especially as I was starting to go through a divorce, wasn't able to see my son regularly, and was finding that many of the approaches and views I held had been harmful for me both as a person and as a pastor, and had caused a number of messes in my life. So I had to ask God for help, for him to show me guidance, forgive those things I had done to throw my life off track, and restore me to going in a more healthy direction, all of which I had to undergo 
in order to start off on the right foot here and be an effective pastor, but none of which I would have been able to endure or know what to do without the example of my dad and his strong faith. So on this Father's Day, we are all encouraged to think of the qualities of our own dads and those who have been like dads to us, have passed along to us, and live out the examples they gave us. And let us give thanks to our Heavenly Father for being who He is. Thank Him especially for His love, care, and power, and trust Him and His help with everything at all times. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
Pray for the church, the world, and one another. Heavenly Father, thank you for your kindness. You call us your treasured people. Help us to do, say, and be everything you desire. Make us fruitful in faithfulness, generosity, and joy. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, so we serve you with joyful gratitude. Let our lives show the love of Jesus to those who need him the most. Lord, in your mercy, our Father in heaven, by your name all fatherhood is blessed. Shape all fathers, stepfathers, foster fathers, uncles, grandfathers, and mentors to reflect your strength, wisdom, patience, and the ability to love in a way that reflects your love. Give their children guidance, warmth, comfort, and peace in their father's homes. We pray for the fatherless and those who struggle in their families. Be their father when earthly fathers fail. Show them love and guidance, and help them to know a father's love through your love, providence, and care. Lord, in your mercy. You are Lord, King, and providing Father over all nations. Cause our leaders to acknowledge your Lordship and to do your will for the sake of the people entrusted to them. Help them to be honest, fair, competent, and just. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah. 
Holy Father, we pray for your blessing on Daniel and Ashley Tobias as they begin their new life together as husband and wife. Give them power and patience, affection and understanding, courage and love towards you, toward each other, and toward the world, that they may continue together in mutual growth according to your will. Lord, in your mercy. Protecting Father, we pray for all who protect and serve others in difficult and dangerous situations. Make them competent, brave, and wise. Help us to honor their service. Lord, in your mercy. Loving Father, have mercy on all who are wounded in body, mind, or spirit. Bring to all the joy of your saving help, especially those whom we name before you silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy. Most Holy Father, thank you for the lives of your faithful people who have gone before us, especially those dearest to us. Keep their memories bright. Keep us steadfast in the faith they passed on to us. Bring us into your blessed kingdom, where with all whom you have redeemed, we will praise, adore, and glorify you in the power of the Holy Spirit forever. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
To subscribe to the Weekly Word, please visit your favorite podcast provider. May God bless you now and always.